For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, what's going on? This is Shaheen Reed. Welcome to the XXL podcast. We got another great panel today. Vanessa Satin is out. So I'm in the Captain Kirk chair. Captain Kirk. I'm in the yeah. captain's chair. You know, I'm be staring the ship. And, uh, you know, I got a very esteemed, esteemed panel with me today. We start off with my brother from Queens. Yes, sir. JFK. There Executive editor Double XL. Shit. JFK. Then in the middle, we got another young brother from NYC, Queens, and upstate New York. Hip hop entrepreneur. Ramon Dukes Dukes, Dukes. <laughs> Come on man As, as Mano would say Yeah you can't Right you can't Cause your shit Whole weight bro I, I, I appreciate that Your name whole weight And that, that means a we lot You just can't put Ramon Like cause this It could be anybody It could be Rockman It could be Rockman Like it could be anybody But when you put that Dukes behind it We know who you talking about man You know what I mean Like someone get From this nigga Mano Just saying No we that know who like you talking about man That name whole weight man It's like just uh, Shaheem It's like okay Shaheem Okay then you put that read behind it. It's like, oh. Serious. It's serious. Stamp. It's a stamp. It's different. That name. Listen, come on, man. Thank you, my it's brother. Different. That's a fact, though. I ain't even do you no favor. That's a fact. Thank you, my come brother. Come on. Put it here. That's a fact. Thank you, my brother. And, and, then, and then, you know, last but certainly not least. Jermaine Coleman. We can't put the KO without the B. <laughs> we can't put the KO without the hey, B. Hey, what's up? Yeah. yeah. Maino. Maino. Oh, yeah. What's that name? K-O-B. Yeah. We gotta talk about this best verse, this Brooklyn challenge, yeah. man. I'm the bro- I, I'm the, I am the Brooklyn challenge. Break it down. No, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not even saying that in a, in a, in like a disrespectful or cocky way. Like the challenge was started based around the energy that was created on the, on the, on the verse that I did. Yes, you understand? Like because originally, Cash sent me to Casting Over. Right, he sent me to. Featuring Fabulous. Right. That was... right. He, okay, here's his story. Casanova called me up and said, I'm shooting a video for a record I got with Fabulous. It's called So Brooklyn. I said, dope. He said, I want to you know, get you in the scene. I pull up wherever you at. I said, I pull up to my store. So he come to the store in Brooklyn. Hard of Best Style. 285 Notion Avenue. Threads. Pull up. Anybody. Get you some... Get your t-shirts up. Right? Okay. <laughs> so he pulled up. Placement. And he played the record. I said, oh, this shit hard. This is dope. Send me this. Let's do the remix. I need to be a part of this. He said, "Bet I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna send it to you." So I stalked him. Him and Young Stab. I'm like bugging him. Yo, Stab, send me the shit. Send me the shit. He finally sent it to me. Like, yo, no, nobody got it. But when I told Cass, I said, "Yo, listen, Fab murdered this. Like, Fab is Fab. He like one of our greats. We love him. Yes. You understand, like." We 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 hold him to a Word. a high a high standard and a high regard. Like he one of our he's one of our uh, uh, esteemed you know artists that come from. He got the best of both worlds. He came from the, the you know 
the years ago. Right. And then, you know, he's a spitter. But I, me being, you know, a, a Brooklyn nigga, I'm just like, yo, when I, when I jump on there, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm walk on him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock his head off. This is what I'm saying on some competitive shit. Not coming at him on a personal, but yeah. I'm saying I'm gonna have a harder verse. This is what I told. That's what I told Cass. Cass went back and told Fab, and then they made a little video clip where they like, yeah, you know, man, oh, y'all heard, man, what you going you talking about? What you gonna do? It just so happened that same night I had just did the verse, mm. and I put the clip up. When I put the clip up, it was like, oh, and I went and talked shit under. On the cast uh, on, on this page I'm like yo nigga I got the best verse I dog walk Fabulous I'm better than Fabulous <laughs> On this Record I got the better verse Than him All respect due No disrespect I'm saying on this particular record I'm better got Right This is what I'm saying In the, in the comments And then cast turned around And and, 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 and reposted the, vi- the the clip that I put up. It started a kind of little talk, and then he put out the instrumental. When he put out the instrumental, it went it went crazy. So now it's now it's a now it's a challenge. Now now everybody on it. You know what I mean? Even so, people not from Brooklyn. Is yeah, doing it felt it. good. I feel like for for New York, it, it's just in rap period. It just felt good. You know, I fucking shot a video. I put the video out before Cass put his own video out. <laughs> I said fuck it. Like, I shot a real video like. <laughs> On red, like for real, like you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, yo, you know what? It's all fun competitiveness. It's not disrespect. It's not. It's not about yo fuck this nigga, fuck that nigga. It's you know it even turned into a who 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 rapping harder, Philly or New York or Brooklyn, like you know what I'm saying. So I love it, man. Yeah, it just yeah. felt good. You know what I mean. So even me saying that I I had a better verse than Fabulous is by no means no disrespect to. To him or, or what you know, what he stand for. It was just me saying on that particular song, I dog walk everybody. I'm just saying like every, uh-huh. nothing else counts. Niggas like yo, Pap and all of them is yeah, we love it. I love Pap and them rap murdered it. But I'm saying I went and recorded a verse for the remix. Who verse was better? This is what I love, man. I I, I you know hip hop. We became a little too politically correct. Yeah, man, because nobody wants to no. offend nobody. But this is what I'm yeah. saying. But something like this is cool because at the end of the day, it ain't about personal. I'm not disrespecting you personally. It's a celebration, it's a celebration of, of, of lyricism. Of lyricism like this. And check this out. The people that really need to be offended is the people that really can't rap. Now, here go why I'm going so hard about it. I'm a nigga that never was in the conversation. Let's be all honest right here. Niggas never was saying I was nice. Hmm. Niggas never was niggas saying I fuck with men a real nigga. He make good songs, you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. Niggas, I never was in the nice conversation. Okay. Even when I felt like I was doing nice things, even when I was going on flex and and going bananas, right? Even when I was like niggas was giving other niggas credits for being nice, and I'm saying, damn, what make this nigga nice? Because he's he's just putting words together, and he got a couple metaphors, and he just that shit just words. That's what I always was saying to myself. So I tried hard, years and years, at, at at nurturing my craft to be able to be in a conversation with niggas saying who who got a better verse or even be in a conversation where niggas could even consider next to a nigga like Fabulous, mm. right. who is hands down who he is. Right. So to even be in a conversation, to me, was, was enough that I needed. 
mm-hmm. to even be considered when niggas even going back and forth to say, damn, who verse is better? Mm-hmm. You know? One of the greats. Yeah. But, you, and, but you know what, though, too? Like, listening to the to the records and just, like, all, like, just the, the catalog that what you have, you hear the passion, mm-hmm. you hear the pain. My shit better, man. Just say it. But you, but you, and you, and you know what? Niggas never said when Pac was alive. Niggas wasn't being like Pac is the illest until he passed away. Yo, they gonna wait for and him. He wasn't, yeah. And he they wasn't. Wait for, they wait for a nigga right. blow my head he, off to he, say he I'm, wasn't, I'm something. He wasn't like crazy no, fucking lyrical. That. But that's what niggas like do. That shit was so real. Like, you it's felt the, it. It's the same. Right. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But them lyrics right there, bro. Yeah. Them lyrics, my nigga. You're right. Don't give me that other shit, my nigga. Them lyrics. I'm rapping. It's metaphors Stating in there. real names. It's, it's, it's real shit. There's in bars there. in there. This for niggas with bars. The niggas that need to be offended is the niggas that can't rap. This is for <coughs> niggas with bars. This ain't play play. This ain't about melody. This ain't about hook. This ain't about song structure. This straight rap, hard bars. This is straight bars. That was a 30 clip. Mm. Mm-hmm. We gonna get into the topics. I, I just want to... This guest appearance thing, I, I I love it, man. I'm I'm gonna ask the table this question: You could pick any rapper from any any era. You making a, a rap song, hardcore. You not worried about no radio, just a hardcore rap song. You want to just penetrate the game. Who would you pick? Jada Kiss. Kiss. Kiss was the guest verse. Yeah, guest verse from Kiss is always stand hands down. <laughs> 10 years ago, 20 years ago, Jada Kiss. Our Dukes. He took Jada. Beanie. Beanie. Ooh. JF. I think I'm going to go with Meth. Meth the Man was killing everything in the 90s. Like, his guest shit was better than really his solo shit, in my my opinion. Yeah. You know who I would pick? Nobody on this wall. (laughs) I got to go with the first person... That was killing the guest appearances crazy to me. Grand Pooba. Oh, wow. Mm. Gotta go with the pool. Nice. He's doing it. Swag. All right. You reached all the way. I reached. I said in the the era. I said in the era. All the way. All right. So, 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 you know, let that marinate for a second. And uh, let's let's get to some of these topics. I just seen on the gram that Nicki Minaj... Actually, she posted this on Twitter. She said that she is retiring from rap to start a family. Here it goes from Nikki, aka Mrs. Petty. Bob's don't get on me. She that's her name that she put up herself. (laughs) I'm a Southside Jamaica Queens guy. She's from my neighborhood, so I ain't dissing. It says, "I've decided to retire and have a family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me." Do it to the death of me. In the box. Because ain't nobody... X in the box, pardon me. Because ain't nobody checking me. Love you for life. Mrs. Petty, Nicki Minaj. Now. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't either. Is this trolling? <laughs> Is that being petty? Is this something <laughs> that we just going to see on Queen Radio where she talks about it and... But you know what, though? If she... If, if, she, if that's real... That's real, because mm, right. you know, that's kind of how you you know you you really want to live your life. We had a we was having a conversation last week. He was talking about Lauren Hill, and you know, we were saying how she really just wants to be 
she just wants to live her life. She wants to enjoy her family. That might be real. That might be yeah. what she want to do. And, it, and, and to be honest, like, she got money. She got paper. She ain't got to worry about that. So she could do that. How much do you think? Nikki at least got about 50 M's. At least, right? She ain't gonna have no money problems. I'm pretty sure she's definitely right. not. She that. she she's actually probably the top earning female MC of all time. You know, and she's, as far she's as a, money. she's a yeah. woman. You know, she's like she want to start a family. Like that shit is very that shit is is real. You know, and this game, as I'm sure Mano can attest to, the shit gets crazy. You know, so if if she's in a good space where she's like, yo, I'm gonna just fall back. And I'm gonna just go live my life. There's actually really nothing wrong with that shit at all. Man, what do you think about Nikki retiring and seemingly the prime of her career? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe she's just playing. Maybe she's not. Um, but people could do whatever they wanna do. She got the freedom to do whatever it is that she wants to do. Um, but just the artist that I know she is and her and, and and what I know of her, I, I don't think that she wants to stop rapping. That's not something you just put down like that. Exactly. Like, yeah. you just, just something in you just will send you into creative mode. You want to write, you know, you want to mm-hmm. want to put music out. You want to share it with people. It's just it's just not that easy to put down. It's not like you're working a, 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 a day job. You're driving a bus and you're like, I'm retiring. <laughs> My driving this fucking bus no more. Like... <laughs> job this fucking bus with all these fucking people like you know it's, it's not the same thing this is it is something that comes from your heart and your soul something that comes from your mind and it's it is, and it's creative and it's something that is it's a gift so it's, it's you, you may want to retire from the business because the business is so what it is but to share your gift with people and to share your thoughts and your and your vision that's just not something that you just give up right have you you ever you ever felt like that like, like you just, what Wanted to be like, fuck it, I'm good. Fuck the business, yeah. I think I think all artists at some point go through that. Yeah, we look at that. You know, we look at life, we look at time, we look at um, what is accomplished, what hasn't been accomplished, um, the ups, the downs, the the headaches, the the highs, the lows, the you know, um, yeah. Fucking done with this rap shit, like you know what I mean, all the time, you know, but. Only, only, only the strong, you know, steady the course. You understand? You could jump off the boat if you want, but you ain't gonna have no movement at all. So I, I'd rather sometimes take a slow moving car than a car that's not moving at all. Shit, right. I'm walking. I'm walking. <laughs> that's a fact. There you go. We fact. just seen, we just seen Andrew Luck in, in the NFL retire at 29 because he was injured. Man, he has some injuries. Uh, Rob Gronkowski won the Super Bowl. He had to retire, not even thirty years old yet, because he's injuries. But it's so it's so different from somebody making music where it's. I mean, obviously it is a toll on your body, getting on planes and doing shows and all yeah, of that. It's but still different, though. yeah, like, it's as different. As like you know, it's not sports with it's, physical demand as much. You know, um, this is more of of, of a mental mental right. thing. And you know, competitive too. And it's competitive, but what it is is that we get we get tired of the business of it, the mm-hmm. the, the, the the social media, the the talk, the the shit that's not going through, the things that you you planning for, but 
the doors that you want to walk through, but sometimes can't. You know, it's the mm-hmm. it's just it's just the life of it, not so much the making of the music. So right. we'll see. You know, shout out to her. Love either way. Yeah. Right. I mean, has anyone has anyone in hip hop like actually retired and like really retired, not aged out, not but someone that legit was like still sort somewhat in their prime said, you know what? That's what I'm, I'm done with this we and not, then really stop. This is what I'm saying. We we, we in an age where I mean, we 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 might get a a, doc, a Dr. Dre verse tomorrow. Right. From any anywhere. We could, yeah. At any given time. He never stopped making music or rapping. Right. He's 50 plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that probably really came close to it is, you know, just guys, you know, their careers being cut short. You know, right. But that's like, forced like retirement. Like, well, well, no, like, like a big, like oh, that. not dying, not dying. Like, oh, oh, I thought you were yeah, talking about people. I thought yeah, you were talking about nah, people falling nah, off. You know, like oh, yeah, big, dying. Like yeah. A pock. Um, yeah, that don't like, count with, though. With like they haven't really had the opportunity to really yeah, like, that's live not out and make their own decision. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not, not yeah, that's not yeah. retirement. This is retirement is you consciously making the decision to to not do be a part of yeah to do something else. Right. Like, what are you actually going to do? And and most rappers is not as rich as they acting like they are anyway. So let's be really honest, nigga. You thirty five, forty years old, still rapping. The chances are, you rapping because you have to. Let's just be all the way honest. Or, everybody not everybody not a whole right. puff and fifty. Right. Or, or Drake. <laughs> niggas right. is niggas niggas need that show money or them feature monies or whatever money like to, for that for that living. Because yeah. you you know the money that you make and you spending and you got you got this lifestyle that you gotta you gotta feed. You know, let's keep it all the way honest. Like niggas is not that rich. Everybody not. You understand? So niggas are still rapping in and they at them them age groups. You gonna say that you you can retire? Can you? Plus, <laughs> plus too, man. Yeah. We, we we look. It's different from back in the days, man. When we was younger, we looked at people when they hit thirty five, forty years old as being old guys, man. But right. shoot, it's change, yeah. you know, it's definitely changed. We like. Most of these guys that's in their forties is at the top of the rap game right, right exactly. now. Man. So and then now that it's like <laughs> back then it was like I remember who was it? Uh Kim or somebody said, um, I ain't trying to be no rapper at thirty. That's what Jada right. Kiss said. I did I did an <laughs> interview with Kiss and he said he was definitely retiring by the age of thirty. Yeah, so. but I I think that right that there changed. That's yep. one of the that's one of the reasons why that's one of the reasons why we really celebrate like Jay. Right, because he's stood the test of time, you know, because of his age, and you know that was some of the shit that we really look forward to, like with LL or like Run or whatever. But I know I I might want to be sixty, seventy years old and still be listening to these niggas' music. Right, I mean, right. People, people love it. I don't want to be like you don't listen I, to my I, music, bro. I don't want to. I don't want to go back. And, Stop it, man! Yes, no, you don't. Nigga. You ain't talking about. You ain't talking about. This nigga talking about. I don't, don't, don't want to have to go back and be like listening to like the first album. Like I'd like to hear something current. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not. It's the only rock genre fans do go, that. Exactly. Right. It's the only genre where they go through this shit. Yeah. Sure. And then what's the what's the what's the dudes that um um um. The rock dudes that uh, Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones, and all of, they like sixty in the sixties. Going hard, it's yeah. like you said, going hard still. And touring. they got fans that grew with them, so that's that's the thing. It's like the the older hip hop gets, 
The older the fan gets. Now you le- you legitimately right now have hip hop grandmothers. Right. Absolutely. Like three generations of hip hop. Right. So yeah. now you got a grandmother that grew up off hip hop. Right? I thought it was so dope when I heard that ASAP Rocky was named after uh, Rakim. Right, Rakim, yeah. Right. And you know, me running around this, the whole world with this guy, Ramon, man, we, we go to concerts and he, he brings his oldest son. You know, his oldest son is knows about Big Daddy Kane. Wow, and, how old is you he? Know. 18. 18. Wow. Yeah, he, he, and, but it's, it's stuff like he's not forcing him. Like he's introducing the stuff to him and then the young guy is going on his own and, and enjoying it so I love to see hip hop being passed that's down that's so crazy though. from generation you say that not to cut you off because my son didn't know that Jada Kiss was in a group <laughs> called the Locks and that Styles P and Jada Kiss and all and Sheik and all was one group he knew who wow. Kiss was I mean, he's 16 like I have to educate him though like I like ride around with him and, li- and we listen yeah. to like mm-hmm. uh, Life After Death and we listen mm-hmm. to albums like we ride around and have hip hop moments where we listening to classic albums and stuff like that, and we discussing who artists are, who they were, how long they've been, been been in the game. To me, I feel like it's one person that, to me, he wanted the greatest, and he, he stood the test of time, to me, probably longer than anybody, and I don't, I don't hear his name enough. I don't hear his name enough. I'm not hearing his name enough. I feel like almost offended. That I'm not hearing his name enough in these conversations when we're talking about artists that stood the test of time. Jada. No. Who you talking about? Buster. Fat Joe. Oh, mm-hmm. Fat Who Joe. Who you said? Buster. Oh, Buster too. Yeah. But Fat but Joe I, I, dropping Fat something Joe, at midnight. There, Cardi there, B in there. We go. There we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. There we go. Right there. Fat Joe. Fat Joe been around since. Word, like, what, like 90, early 90s. Right? Yeah. Early 90s. Flow Joe. Flow Joe, bro. Listen, I was in a hookah lounge out of my mind one morning, 4.30 in the morning, and Flojo came on in the screen, and he just took me somewhere. And I text him, bro, I love you, bro. Like, this is unbelievable, because that inspires me. Like, when you talk about being around, I'm 2000s. I'm, I came in in the 2000s. We talk about dudes that came in in the early 90s. We talk about this artist out right now that wasn't even born when homie came through and he's still here. Yeah. So you telling right. me I can still He was still booking turn- Biggie for shows. Like he was promoting shows and paying Biggie to perform at shows. Boy, you telling me I could I could turn my radio on and still hear him, homie. Right now, this day and age. That's a lot. That's, and, he, and, he's, and he's That's improved. not hard. That's, that's, right. Who else no. did that? He's improved. Mm-hmm. Who else did that? It's not too many that done that. Right. Like for that many it. years. Like you said, he improved. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's part of the 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 dope thing with somebody like him because like you were saying, like, you know, there's a lot of niggas who like who rap, you know, and they're you know, they're dope at what they do, but in the general public, it might not be felt like it's being appreciated as much as it should be. And, you know, he always put out dope material. And, and then, but then really he got to a certain it. point, and then it's like, then the shit like took off even more. Yeah, like his shit took mm-hmm. off even more, like after pun. Right, you yeah. would think right, that right. like when pun was around, it, it was slow really, up a little bit. It would have really popped. He likes that determination. Joe, Joe really, really loves 
this sport of hip hop. Like we have conversations about it. He's a he's a student in the game. He can tell you any song from the start of hip hop up to now. He knows all of the artists, but he really loves the process of going in the studio. And you know him and Cool and Dread working on a new album right now. I've heard several records. It's crazy, but he loves to get in there and perform and make music and. And Joe is one of those guys who's not doing it because he has to. I can testify to that. Joe, if you see his wrist, he, he got some serious things. He, there you go. He yeah. love it. He you know what I'm it. saying? He love it. He love it. So let's not sway too far away because we, we definitely still got some other topics. But before we end on Nikki, if, she, if this is true and she is definitely retiring, what's her legacy? What's the what's the biggest stamp of her legacy, the lasting memory that you guys have of Nikki as uh MC? I think consistency. Okay. You know, she get a lot of I think she get a lot of criticism for like the last couple projects, but if you really look at it overall, like she's definitely still been consistent like on a scale of like an artist. They're holding her to a certain standard of what she's done, but you know, she she's definitely you know, she, she broke a lot of records. Like she really did her she really did her thing, and you really can't ask for too much more. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like doing the job than what she did. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna look at her career as parallel to Wayne's in a sense. I mean, not obviously Wayne has a lot more years in the game going back to Hot Boys and stuff, but that like mid 2000s Wayne to now, I think those careers are gonna run very parallel and the way that she was bringing the punchline, she was bringing the hit songs, the guest verses, like she really made her own like staple, made herself a staple in the culture. So I think we're going to sort of look at her in that, in that sort of light. Top five, is, is she top five all-time female MCs? Do you feel, is she in your top she five? She got to be top five for me. Like definitely. I don't know if, she, I know where to put her in that five, but she's in there. Who, who's your five, JFK? Let's, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. Female MC. You playing a dirty game right now, bro. <laughs> you are, Female man. MC. Man, you, 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 you fixing to get niggas shot at. For real. You yeah, you are. Dirty, I don't even know if I want to right part now. of this, com- this part of the conversation. I'm going to fuck around and get sniped. <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. You know how to put them in order? Man. All right. Uh, I got Kim in there. Lauren. Mm, you got Kim in there. Like... <laughs> Like you said that, like you got to throw Kim in there, like my neck. Nah, come on, nah, boy, Kim. like you got the what? Nah, Kim. Kim is nice. Kim come is on, a, nice. Is a nice. Next? Hardcore, bro. Like. Listen, my nigga, check this out. Mm-hmm. You just can't throw Kim in there and just say she's nice. You gotta give her credit for being who she was, even off the mic, my nigga. Like there's no iconic, nigga. We talking right. about. The, the first Versace and the fashion, the fashion and, and the influence, the influence, the mm-hmm. influence that she that she gave the game in in these nineties and going into the early two thousands. That's what gave birth to a Nikki. So you can't right, definitely you can't just say yo just Kim and she nice no nigga she's the, <laughs> the queen nigga like that's the actually mother she's actually the blueprint that's for a, a lot fact. of stuff that's going on that's right now fact. like Absolutely. how these ladies are that just so audacious and, that is you a know. fact she's the mother of that gotta give mm-hmm. her that yeah I can, you know definitely. we we I came up on fucking MC Light 
Queen Latifah, but Kim just she just changed. Kim changed, she changed all the that. whole. Yeah, she, and, and she just know, changed the whole game. You know another mm-hmm. thing, being that I, feminine. What what I love so much about Kim, she she really was the one to. And you know you got you got to give it to, to Foxy too, but they they stood they stood up there fearless at a time when being sexy and talking about that wasn't head, even cool then that wasn't that wasn't right. cool. Female rappers was rapping like niggas before that. Right, they came in wearing dresses. They they they, right. they, they right. took they Tight took a shit. brunt of that criticism. Yeah, you know, a lot of, like just like how Two Live Crew and Snoop and all of them took the criticism. Yeah, Kim and Fox they took a lot of criticism, yeah. and they were so young. Yeah, young they and and, young and took that girls. and and with fashion, the way Kim stepped into fashion and and was it became a fashion icon and and still had that urban appeal and and still was loved by so many people. That is like what he said, the blueprint for. Blueprint for what we seeing today. That is what it is, hands down. And you, when you when you run that tree back, it's it it ends and stops with her. It begins mm-hmm. with her. And then that you know this not for nothing, man. When Big passed away, she held down a whole. Yeah, crew she held down niggas. Yep. She held the whole crew down. So we ain't gonna get to the top five MC females <laughs> today. We that's gonna be tough, man. That's gonna be a whole episode. That's a whole. Man, when you come back for that one, man, we're going to have an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on back. We're going to get to it. But we're going to keep it controversial. Um, Takashi 69, his trial is is going on. And we have my man Najee from Cigar Talk. He just did an interview with Shadi. I'm going to put him on speakerphone. This is the first time we ever doing this. Najee, what up, bro? Oh, man, it's lit, man. What's up? We got we got the king of Brooklyn here. We got Mayno. We got Ramon Dukes. We got JFK from XXL. Uh, you just did the interview with Shotty, man. T- tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. First up, shout out to y'all brothers out there, man. With the podcast and all that. Um, man, it, it, it was crazy. You know what? Actually, I'm talking to Shotty. He was out and uh, they moved into Westchester like maybe earlier this year. And um, like that been my homie. We did an interview. Last year, August, and we kind of just been pretty, pretty cool after that. You know what I'm saying? So we always kept in contact with him. And um, there was a time he just hit me like he wanted to talk, like he just had shit to get off his chest. So I was like, "All right, bet, let's set it up." Once they moved him, he wound up having the the spot they moved him to. He had ability to do video, so I was like, "Yo, bro, just hit me. We gonna record this shit and do it." But the thing was, so like I said, we did this shit early. I spoke to him earlier this year, but like. I ain't one of these interviewer niggas that push it out and, you know what I'm saying, niggas wind up getting caught up in the system and different things change. So I was like, I wanted to wait until his sentencing to actually drop it so everything is clear so he can speak freely. You know what I mean? How was how, how he feeling, man? Like, you go from last August to, to now, a, a year ago, they on top of the world, making literally millions of dollars, hit after hit. Now his organization is gone. The star artist he has, they have beef. He's in jail seemingly for a long time. Like, how is he reconciling all of this? You know what? I think, like, obviously, and I asked him that, like, and I think his mind frame, obviously, like, is this a crazy change and shift to be, like, all the way at the top and then, you know, wind up in the situation he's in. But, like, one thing he really just kept reiterating to me was just, like, yo, that, you know, he's a man and he takes what comes with his actions. So, like, I feel like just his mind frame is that, you know, he ain't, he ain't happy about the spot that he's in, but he takes responsibility for his actions. 
and he's kind of like, you know, this just, you know, this is a part of what comes with the shit. But he also don't think it's over. That's the other thing. He doesn't think that currently it's over, even him being inside. How does he feel about Takashi testifying against him and the crew? <clears throat> Yo, well, first of all, he was referring to him as Danny Brasco the whole interview. Oh shit! Danny Brasco. That's that's the thing, Danny Brasco. So, um, nah, I mean, he, you know, he, he upset me. He just like he ain't never see him as the type of person he felt like you know would do that, and he was just on some like, you know, I never. Nobody in the crew never made you do anything. Like, this is all shit that you wanted to do, and we just backed you up on it. Like, we ain't never press you to do stuff or act like, you know, tell you to do shit. Like, it's everything he wanted to do on his own. So, you know, he definitely upset. But, like, you know, he not a man. He ratted and did whatever. So, you know, he, he addressed it, though, in the interview. You're going to see it. Like, you know, he addressed all his feelings about him, and, and they, they call him Danny Brasco out here. That's what they call him. Damn, man. Well, definitely thank you, my brother. Tell the people where they could catch that interview. Nah, for sure, man. Hey, you can catch that. Follow me at Naji Chill. It's Cigar Talk. Make sure you type that in on YouTube. Go to Cigar Talk. We got a bunch of bunch of interviews. Justin Jay-Z, Trippy Red, a bunch of people, man. I have Mano up there. Salute to my guy, Mano. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we going up, man. Is this Nikki shit real? Yep. Yo, actually, I literally just spoke to Nikki. I'm trying to figure it out, too, man. We did the interview, and I know that she really is actually ready to have a family. So, I don't know if she's trolling or serious, but I know that. She's been doing this shit for a while at the at the highest level, and you know she's talking about she's ready to to settle down right now. Okay. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you. Yo, appreciate you, Sean. Thank you, man. Love, bro. There you have it. First exclusive interview for the podcast. <laughs> Uh, the, the second, child, well, right? Second. Well, he's a, he's actually a part of it. You know, the exclusive is when you got to get somebody to call in or something like that. But he he's sitting down with us. He's actually a part of it. Part the of panel. the panel, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like that. And he's coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, why not, right? Yeah. So this is it, man. What up? Six nine. He's probably gonna get out. Probably it's not a. It's not even a. He's going to get out. He's going to get out. What is it going to be like for him when he gets back in in the, in the hip hop? Can can he even make records again? Who's going to stop him? Who's going to support him? His fans. You think his fan base will still be strong? What is his fan base? I mean, it's a lot of kids, right? There you go. Is his fan base niggas in the street that 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 live by a certain code and ethic of not snitching and in the world of violence and drugs and stuff like that? Is that his fan base? No. Okay. So with that being understood, he's going to come out and make music that his that speaks to his fans. I don't think his fan base are people that adhere to that lifestyle. I don't think his fan base are people that, um, or even like their parents, Adhere to that lifestyle. I don't think that his fan base is connected to that world in one one bit. So when you ask that question, you gotta be specific. Like, as far as music, I think he can come out and make music, and his fan base is gonna, you know, embrace it. His fan base. His fan base. Now, what about his peers? <clears throat> what about other rappers? I, we've already been seeing like, you know, YG dissing him at shows and. 
you know, Meek has spoken up against him and a few other people. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll happen. That'll definitely happen. Um, how much of that will matter to him or how much of that can he stand? He's definitely going to get spoken down on. I can, I can guarantee that, that people will speak down on him um, in interviews, in songs, maybe, maybe memes. Um, how much of that he could take is is on him, you know. Will will he say fuck rap and just you know get into a regular lifestyle? I don't know. I think that there's companies that will offer him money, opportunity to to sell music because they don't care about ethic and code, stress some street code. They don't they don't care about that. It's about dollars and cents. It's about numbers. So. You know, we'll see. What Jeff? What do you think is going to be the band? You know, building off what Mano said. How do you, how do you see it happening for his career? Because he was having trouble anyway before. You know, the rest and everything. He couldn't really do a lot of shows because right. he was getting into so much beef. It was an unsafe environment, not just for him, but uh, officials felt it was unsafe for the fans as well. Right. Yeah. Definitely. He was definitely having problems. Um, moving around, doing shows in certain places. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really see that changing when he gets out. I think he's going to probably still have those same problems. Um, and then the added animosity from his peers also. But at the same time, I think if he's able to get himself hot and put out some records that his fans gravitate towards and make some noise, you know, I wonder if people will want to work with him. And just because, you know, we've seen this before where people just put aside whatever they, they think of their morals or whatever because they want to stand next to somebody that's hot or stand next to somebody that has some momentum. So I think it'll be interesting to Who see. Who we seen that with? I mean, I don't want to call out particular people, but... Call them out. <laughs> I'm talking about R. Kelly. <laughs> call them out. I mean, <laughs> that's that's one example. That's, that's one that definitely works. But I mean, like, you know, even the stuff with, with Ross, you know, when, when the thing came up about... You know, when he used to be a CO, there were people that still very much supported him and, you know, work with him and things like that. That That's not the same. Yeah, it's, not, it's definitely that's, not the that's same. Diff- that's yeah, that's not definitely not the same. That's yeah, not that's the same. Right. That's not the same. We I don't think we've seen to that this extent, level. that level. Yeah. yeah. I don't think definitely we've seen not. that. I don't yeah. think yeah, I don't I don't think so. Like, especially, you know, with his popularity, we haven't seen it's it's high profile. Like we know he up there doing his thing we know he's a government witness we know he's about to testify we know that it's happening for a fact right. we know they're not trying to hide it right we know that he's coming home off of 5k1 like we know these things right right now it's a like I, I just i just firmly believe that his fan base is not connected to that world and they don't care now the, the hip-hop peers and people that come from the lifestyle, like a lot of the artists you name come from that world, come from that lifestyle. So they're never going to mesh with him. They're never going to look at him and feel like, all right, fuck it, he's hot. So I'm, nah, never. Like, it's, fuck this nigga. This nigga's a dog. Like, you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, they never going to do that. But is it going to matter in a in the long run? I can see him trying to capitalize on it because he, he loves to troll and, you know, with every... Body that disses him even before he he always had you know stuff to say, but I, you know I think it's it's like you said we definitely gonna see 
a lack of the super high profile people that were standing next to him before. Like, I don't think we'll see 50 with him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Won't see Nikki with him. Mm-mm. Kanye? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, he, he's gonna, It's going to be challenging to find people that's going to want to work with him. But... He'll still have the ability to, to go out and make music. Uh, Dukes, how, how do you see this affecting him away f- away from music? But, you know, this is a guy, if he comes back and he's making music and he's moving around, it's a lot of people in the street that have, you know, not rappers, but people in the streets who have he's rubbed the wrong way. How is that going to affect him? Uh, I think that the whole shit is just really, like, overblown. I think we wasting our time talking about this nigga. Like, you know, I, that's just me being biased. You know, it's 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 pretty much straightforward. You know, you know what it is. Is you know he got a couple records. He came out and shit or whatever. And you know, now he's jammed up. And you know whatever the situation is that was you know that's out there. It's like there's nothing to debate about. You know what I'm saying? Like sitting next to this man, like, he he did time before. He knows what it's like to go to jail. Like, a lot of niggas, like, really, they don't do those type of things. You know what I'm saying? And we don't even really have to have that conversation because we know what's up. You know what I mean? My um, man basically just saying, that nigga's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Translator. My brother, I'm going to tell you something. Why are we talking about this piece of shit, bro? This nigga's a piece of shit. This a piece My of brother shit. has been in jail for 22 years. Damn. He's still in jail. Damn. That's my younger brother. Damn. Like, before I even went to college. Damn, bro. That's how we I sent them off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit's mad real. So I ain't got respect for niggas like that. You see, mm. you see my eyes. Mm. That shit mean a lot. So it's like, mm. and the nigga had an opportunity to be Damn. doing some stuff. And, you know, when we sit here, again, when we was talking about all this shit last week about the game and, you know, like the Eminem shit. You know, there's just a lot of tricks and shit that's just be happening behind the scenes. And, you know, a lot of real niggas don't really get to benefit from it. But it's a lot of phony niggas who really be benefiting from shit like that. He's on that side. Mm. So it's like, don't give a fuck about that. You don't care about that. Like, so what? I actually don't even think that he's going to come out and try to do music. Because I don't think he's going to try to play himself like that. He might. But I don't even think that's going to happen. I don't think he's even going to try to put no music out. Wow, I, I just can't. I, me personally, I can't see a record label wanting to get into business with them. That's the that's the other thing. It's gonna be so it's gonna be so crazy to even. You don't think a record label want to get in business with them? I don't think so. Why not? They I don't, don't care. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. You're wrong the about risk. that. What 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 risk? He's right. What risk? I mean, he 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 brought a lot of problems even before the the arrest. Like yeah, I but said, he a he part could... of the federal government now, so he good That's now. True. They like he's an agent, like he he's a worker. Record companies only care about making money. They don't care if you told on two hundred niggas. They don't give a fuck. They don't care if you told on two hundred niggas or you killed two hundred niggas. They care about making money, right? They do. I don't think it's an ethic thing with them. I... I don't know, man. I, I can't see a, a Def Jam signing him. I can't see 
And then I, I, I don't know. He, he might be able to do an independent if thing. If they think he I, can I generate money, Gazi signing him. I can't see it. I, I feel you, Gazi, my man. Like if they, it, but I feel like I don't know who. But I feel like if they feel like he can generate money, he like who's to say that he ain't getting offers now? They know he coming home. Yeah, somebody's definitely gonna sign him. Yeah, like, he's probably so. still I think signed so too. because the, he was he he's was probably still signed. Right there, you go. Yeah, I think he was ten yeah. K. He was coming through the through the universal system. Hmm. We yeah. gonna see. All they that, probably they might be paying for his fucking all lawyer. That, all, all that, and then <laughs> here's the, here's 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 what you what you what you not factoring in. It's some people that want to hear what he has to say. Right. There's a there's That's a true. there's a circle of people that want to hear what he got to say. He can actually come home, not do no interviews, and just say. His his fan base is so big. I'm gonna drop. My song addressing everything, all the snitching shit, everything at twelve o'clock. What you think gonna happen? They're gonna listen to this yeah. shit. They're gonna That's be checking for it. That's a good point. You're definitely gonna check for it. It's gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be interesting to see. He he's still gonna have to do a little bit of time, but uh, he definitely should be home. You know, with the testifying and everything, he he's gonna should have be a, home. He's gonna have a hard time. Gonna have a hard time. You gotta switch it up. You gotta do like reggaeton or something like. Yeah, (laughs) nigga said reggaeton. (laughs) Gonna have a hard time. (laughs) Just know that it's gonna get very real. We gonna end this on a on a positive note, man. That new episode of Power. That shit was dope. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie, man. Tommy and Tommy and Ghost heating up. They heating up, and y'all got the recap right. Yeah, got the, the second one you talking about. Second yeah, episode. Second, yeah, yeah, I didn't see the second episode. You gotta get on that. You gotta watch that new snowfall. I watched it this morning. The snowfall where they going with my man Saint and the, the little crackhead girl. Like that dynamic is getting out of hand. I don't want to spoil it because my brothers ain't see it. But you know, I'm always in them TV and movies. I'm gonna go see that it part two. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always into that man. Mm-hmm. Yo, we have fun, man. JFK. Tell them what yes, the name sir. of this podcast is. Moment of Clarity. Moment of Clarity. Every Friday. Every Friday, XXL made no special guest. And he's not even a guest. He's officially a part of it. He might not be here every week, but we're going to bring him back. Our Dukes, as always, my brother. Congratulations on everything. You got something special coming. Oh, yeah. Top of October. Oh, yeah. We'll let you talk about that later. And, uh, yeah. On Everything I Love is out right now. Yeah. On all platforms. Everything. Project is out. You know, got the single with Manola Rose. That's out. Single with Macy Gray. That's out. Both videos is out right there. The show Brooklyn video out. Everything. We working. Bring your ass down to threads. You know, we got some stuff for you. 285 Notion Avenue. And we out here enterprising. What's happening? There we Hustle go, hard. man. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go shopping this Yeah, weekend, there we go. <laughs>